0: Hey, so let me set up a couple of things. okay, first of all, this uh, this recording was very spur of the moment. I was literally doing my morning time ritual, routine, whatever you want to call it. and I was reading a devotional and it really inspired me to share this. It was, when you listen to the episode, you'll hear it. Also, when I recorded it, because it's quite early in the morning, I didn't even realize that I had turned, I didn't turn on my usual recording microphone. So the audio is a little bit, mm, I don't know. I have mastering on the podcast, so maybe you won't notice a difference. But if you notice the difference in the sound quality, that's because I wasn't even using my microphone. I was using the microphone on my laptop. But anyway, it is a real challenge and encouragement. And I really hope that you'll take it in, let it sit with you for a bit and let it do what it needs to do. Like I, it really, it really challenged me and because we're a community and I want us to grow, I am sharing this challenge with you. So I hope you enjoy it. Listen all the way to the end and let's get into this episode. All right. So first and foremost, I want to say that this is not sponsored. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I need to say that. It's not like I even have sponsors. But um this morning, I was reading from my devotional, um, full disclosure. I only picked this up again recently. I've had it for years. You know, sometimes when something's calling your name, you have to find out why. Well, this book has been kind of popping back into my mind recently, and so I decided to pick it up today. Um, Not today, yes, no, the beginning of the week, but all those are incidental details. The reason why I'm here today is because I want to share with you some truth that literally punched me in the throat, and in a good way though, not not in a... (laughs) Not in the I want to hide in a corner and never come out way, but in a very you need to get your act together way. And it was um, a rebuke, um, an exhortation, and encouragement all at the same time. And of course, because the way that I do things around here is that if I come upon something that I find particularly encouraging or uh, that I think might be helpful to you, I always want to share it. So, Today I'm going to read to you, okay? You can sit down get yourself a nice warm drink or cold glass of water if you're in the southern states of America. (laughs) Um, But just listen, take this in, okay? Because it really blessed me, spanked me, whatever it is. It, It shook me up a bit and in a good way, though, because I love when um, I encounter truth that opens my eyes and challenges me to change almost immediately. And that's what this did. So this book is called New Morning Mercies, a daily gospel devotional. It's by Paul David Tripp. um, And I would strongly encourage you to get your hands on a copy, either digitally or a hard copy, because you read from these every single morning. And it seems like almost every single morning, it speaks directly to what I need to hear. So without further delay, let me get into this uh, reading. It starts off like this. You disobey not because you lack the God-given grace to obey, but because you love something more than the God who's given you that grace. Your disobedience is never God's fault. Maybe you're thinking, of course not, Paul. You don't really think that I would think that, do you? As much as we know, theologically, that God is not responsible for our behavior, we have subtle ways of shifting the blame to him. We say, if my pastor were more available in times of need, then I wouldn't I would have. If if I had a better job at the time, I wouldn't have. If my parents had been better role models for me, I could have. If I had only come to Christ earlier in my life, I'm sure I would have. I'm only I mean if only I hadn't gotten sick, there would have If only my husband had been more romantic, I wouldn't have. If only my children weren't so rebellious, I wouldn't be. If only there weren't so much pornography on the internet, I wouldn't have been tempted to. If only I weren't so busy, I could make more time to. And you can fill in the blanks on the end of each one of those statements. (laughs) If God is present with you everywhere you go, and he is, and if he is sovereign over every situation, relationship, and location of your life, and he is, then when you blame other people for your circumstances or for the wrongs that you do, you are in fact blaming God. You are saying that God didn't give you what you needed to be what he has called you to be and to do what he has called you to do. You are essentially saying, my problem isn't a heart problem. My problem is a poverty of grace problem. If only God had given me blank, I wouldn't have had to do what I did. This is the final argument of a self-excusing lifestyle. This argument was first made in the Garden of Eden, after the rebellion of Adam and Eve. Adam, the woman you gave me made me do it. Eve The devil made me do it. It is a age old self-defensive lie of a person who doesn't want to face the ugliness of the sin that still resides in his or her heart. If it it is hard for us to accept that our words and behavior are not caused by what's outside us, but what's inside us. You can see Luke chapter six, verse 43 to 45 for more study. But the scriptures are clear that every wrong you and I do flows out of thoughts and desires of our hearts. It is only when you admit and confess that you begin to feel the need for and get excited about God's grace. If you have convinced yourself that you're not the problem, but people and situations are, you're not excited about God's provision of powerful, forgiving, and transforming grace. Because frankly, you don't think you need it. For many of us, subtle patterns of blaming God are in the way of receiving the grace that we need at the very moment we are working to convince ourselves that we don't need it. And further study and encouragement, you can open up to Deuteronomy chapter 30. I really hope that you, you sit with that, okay? Just try to ignore my <laughs> stumblings over certain words. I'm doing my best, and it's also very early in the morning. That's why I still have my Tony Braxton books. But sometimes we do get in the way of God's grace by um, um, basically being unwilling to look at our our sinful patterns and take responsibility for them because it's hard, right? Nobody really wants to admit that they're wrong. But um, just like they do in every recovery program, the first step to healing is admitting that there's a problem. So if you are or have ever said any one of those statements, if only statements, then I would have or would not have statements. I really want to encourage you to challenge those thoughts. Okay. Maybe write them down on paper. Maybe, maybe spend some time just really in some thought about it. And I really want you to be seriously in thought about it because for me when i read this i know exactly the things that need to be dealt with i know exactly where i have been apparently blaming god (laughs) for the problems that i'm experiencing and i'm you better believe i'm going into some time of reflection over that because the last thing we want to do is to um not take responsibility for our side of the road, right? As adults, that is what we're supposed to do. We can't be going around blaming everybody else for our problems because at some point we need to realize that um, the problem actually sometimes starts with us. Now, I'm not saying that sometimes people don't contribute, but we have a responsibility to uh, manage how we respond and the actions and the thoughts that we continue to have or take um, when we realize that there are problems that need to be addressed. It's so easy to sh- to shift blame. It's easy to say they made me do it, or it's not my fault. Because, because in order to deal with the things that are going on inside our heart, we really have to look at ourselves. And let's face it, nobody really wants to look at ourselves. Nobody nobody really wants to look at themselves. Like, especially, they like, think about first thing in the morning. Do you really want to see yourself in the morning, first thing in the morning? No, most people don't. And basically looking at our sin is kind of the equivalent of that. We look crusty. We look sometimes swollen, depending on what we eat the, <laughs> the night before. Um, we have, like sheet lines all over our face, pillow lines all over our face, and it's just not a pleasant experience, right? And I feel like if I were to personify, like, having to do deep introspective work over dealing with my sin and having to go to God in prayer about these things, that's how I would see myself, just crusty. And I don't really want to see myself like that. Nobody really wants to see ourselves like that. Um, We really want to think that we are the best, right? I want to think that I'm the best, but in reality, I know I'm not. So I really just want to encourage you. um, If anything that I read today stands out to you, uh, pricked your heart, don't run away from it. Lean into it. Lean into it and see what God will have you know about yourself from this little encouragement and challenge to look. All right, well, that's all i have to share with you today Um, i really hope that this was an encouragement i hope it didn't hurt your feelings too much i know it hurt mine but um i love you and that's why i'm sharing these things with you so um i'm not gonna finish off the way i customarily do but i am gonna encourage you not to give up because sis you're actually doing okay i'll talk to you soon